As far as the response goes, every company's tackling a little bit different and it depends on a couple different variables. Don't conduct your analysis in isolation because data is so incredibly powerful. Not defending just the tribe, but defending the organization. Those creative people that you really want to keep empowered, keep excited, keep motivated, keep thinking. A good experience pays dividends down the line. Stereotypes tend to break down in proximity. Welcome to We're Only Human, a podcast about human resources, business, technology, and the workplace. My name is Ben Eubanks, your host, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey everyone, it's Ben Eubanks, host of We're Only Human. I'm really glad to have you here. And I, I know a lot of companies right now are struggling. Some people are hurting. People are, are wondering what's next, what's happening, how they can kind of get a grip on what's happening. And so today I actually have uh, a representative from Paycor here. We're, we're gonna talk about what they're seeing in the marketplace, what they're hearing from their customers, how they're dealing with these things. And so um, I'd love to welcome Brett Meager to the podcast. Welcome, Brett. Hey, thanks, Ben. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So before we dive in and hear some of those things that I've already kind of promised you where they're going to hear, tell us a little about Brett, who you are, what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so as we established, my name is Brett Meager, and I joined the team at Paycor this past December in the role of Senior Vice President for Client Service and Loyalty. So in my role, I lead Paycor service and support as well as our success teams. We're basically laser focused on developing and promoting customer engagement within our community. So prior to joining Paycor, I led leadership positions at companies like NCR Corporation, Alight Solutions, and, and several other firms um, in the technology sector. Awesome. And you mentioned to me a minute ago before we started recording, you have a couple kids. Uh, what do you do when you're not at work? That's right. So, well, right now, I, I think we were, were sharing notes a few moments ago about how the dating <laughs> they're all a bit of a bore right now, right? And so that's the, the reality for most folks these days. I have a four-year-old and an eight-year-old. Um, my family uh, just moved from the Atlanta area back when I took this role with PayCorp up to Cincinnati, Ohio, where we're based um, in the in the Norwood neighborhood of Cincinnati, so uh, we live outside in the suburbs of of that uh, you know kind of metropolitan Cincinnati area, and we're well on our way to meeting neighbors and and learning the new surroundings when we got quarantined. So um, my days right now are spent really in juggle mode. You know, it's it's a little bit of you're making sure someone is fed and someone is homeschooled and. Um, all of those things, we're getting outdoor and getting fresh air and trying to keep some level of normalcy for our family, but at the same time, really navigating our business continuity and response for, for PayCorps, as well as how do we respond in the best way possible for the tens of thousands of clients we work with. So, uh, you know, to say things have been a little bit hectic since we moved is probably a bit of an understatement right now. <laughs> Goodness gracious, the things that you didn't think you'd have to deal with when you when you joined up. Uh, they say, you know, taking a new job or, you know, changing, you know, selling your house or getting married. Like those are big things that mar mark your life. And you've had a couple of those already this year, plus this on top of it. So, whew, all right. Um, let's take it down in the books for sure. <laughs> you'll never, ever forget. Um, so, Let's shift gears a little bit. I'd love to hear from you. Again, you're, as you said a minute ago, it's your goal to kind of stay on the pulse of what's happening with your customers. I know Paycor serves hundreds, maybe thousands of customers. I have no idea the number actually. I'd love for you to answer that for me in a minute. But what are you hearing from those customers right now? Um, what's on their minds? 
Yeah, absolutely. So Paycor represents and works in the HCM space. Uh, we do payroll processing as well as a lot of the um, ancillary products that surround that to ensure that um, HR professionals and leaders are taken care of. Uh, we work with tens of thousands of companies actually across the U.S. Um, most of them are small and mid-sized businesses, which are highly impacted right now with what's going on in the world of, of COVID-19. Um, and candidly, we, we actually process payroll for those companies for millions of employees that work for those companies. So right now we have line of sight and are directly watching what's happening with millions of folks across the US who are either getting paychecks or not getting paychecks depending on the responses of these companies. So it's uh, many of those that we work with are in highly impacted areas like hospitality um, and tourism areas, as well as um, healthcare providers and manufacturers. So uh, just a, a broad swath of of industries are represented across those companies that we work with. Um, and it's interesting to see how those responses are starting to take shape uh, industry by industry. So let's let's dig into that if that's okay with you. Um, Absolutely. I, I don't know if there's such thing as an average company um, based on all the research we do, like everyone is a little bit, a little bit unique in what they're doing, but I know that industries can kind of allow us to bucket those companies and see some similarities right now. Travel is hurting. Um, healthcare is exploding. Uh, retail is kind of in a weird, weird space where the e-commerce side is, is really ramping up, but some other stuff is not so much. So I'd love to hear from you. How are companies like, like that's the business side of it. How are companies responding to this? The, what's what's happening? What are you hearing? Um, again, in terms of how companies are trying to, to help their people survive this or, or yeah. overcome it or, or get through it. Yeah, so let me answer that kind of in, in two different ways. I'd love to share a little bit about what we're hearing, um, but then also what we're doing to in, you know, interact with those clients that we work with and, and our response, because I think it gives a nice living example um, for HR professionals out there that are trying to wrap their head around what this means to their company. So you, you led by asking, what does average look like as a response? And, and candidly, I don't know that we've seen average just yet. Um, the reality is that we're all adjusting to a moving target, you know, our company included to that. Uh, no matter the size or the industry, I think everyone right now is taking it day by day to assess the strategies and behaviors to actually respond to the situation at hand. You know, go back in time a week or two ago, and as a global community, we didn't have nearly the emphasis on this as we do today. And so things are rapidly, rapidly adjusting. And right now, I would say specifically in the U.S., there isn't an industry or even a person that it hasn't been impacted by the pandemic um, and, and giving an effect to them. As far as the response goes, every company's tackling a little bit different that we would see that we interact with. And it depends on a couple different variables, uh, depending on their cash flow situation, the scale of the impact, so that industry that they serve perhaps, or the way that um, consumers or their own clients are interacting with them, as well as candidly, their appetite for risk. So sometimes that cash flow and appetite for risk allow them to move in a different strategic direction at this point than say a business that may look the same on the outside. The one thing we can say globally is that being proactive and timely in the response is what's key. So sitting and ducking our heads in the sand, pretending like this isn't gonna impact us, 
that's not even a strategy these days. We all just have to recognize that we have to move forward. And not only do we have to move forward with a strategy, we have to communicate and bring others along with us. That means our employees, our clients, those that interact with the firm to make sure that we're able to just sort of organize that chaos as much as possible to stay ahead on the communication front and to be a voice of reason in all the noise. So we're actually hearing three main themes that you might consider sort of the average responses from our clients. The first one is a need to stay informed. Um, we need to make sure we're educated on the changing legislation, guidelines, you know, relief related to the pandemic, and how technology is enabling or adapting to that. So we're getting a lot of calls into our contact center and into our teams of professionals every day asking, what exactly does that mean for me? Help me personalize what I'm hearing on the news as just an individual sitting in my own home, right? What does that mean to me as a business owner? Help me understand that and unpack that. So that's hugely powerful and hugely important right now. And again, a moving target. A second theme we're hearing is a need to deploy their workforce in creative and new ways, um, such as allowing for flexible schedules for those with children or um, others that they serve as the caregiver for. The need to work from home, that allows for and, and requires a whole different set of skills or perhaps preparing a workforce that you know, just doesn't necessarily exist for a lot of small and mid-sized employers. I would say even for us, we run a contact center and support team of hundreds of associates, and we picked up and had to deploy them in a new way outside of an office. So it really stretched us to think creatively about how we use our, tele, uh, our telephony systems and how we use technology in new ways. Um, it, it's definitely something that we're hearing, not just from our own teams and those that we uh, interact with, but also for that larger client base. And the third thing we're hearing is a need to communicate almost constantly about the changes going on. You know, there's a delicate balance there of being responsive to the things that we're hearing and, and needing to adjust to and making sure employees know what's going on in their business, but then over communicating to a point where it becomes almost a white noise that they begin to drone out. And so helping our, our clients find that healthy balance and find new ways to, you know, not be able to put things on that bulletin board in the break room anymore, but to remind them of important things related to their payroll or their HR solutions, their benefits in ways that um, necessarily don't allow us to connect face to face. That's a very interesting theme that we're hearing from clients that, again, we're trying to help them with and, and ensure that we, we can conquer. That's been one of the, one of the trends in the conversations I've had with other employers and HR leaders in the last week or so is we're trying to walk that line, like you were saying, between I've got to keep them as up to date as possibly can, you know, in the absence of information, there's uncertainty, there's fear. So if we can provide some level of information that helps to alleviate that in some way, but they're like, they're also trying to avoid, like, we don't want to tell them too much because we don't even know all of the things yet that are going to happen, right? The, the, a new law is getting passed every day, it seems like, I'm trying to help support employers as we're going through this. And um, they're like, we, we need to make sure we understand and have everything ironed out and buttoned up before we start communicating some of those bigger, longer term things beyond, beyond this week, beyond today, so that we can make sure we have that, that stuff kind of in the right place. 
Absolutely. And I would say it even stretches beyond into sort of the business process side of things, right? The way that someone is having to do their work at home, if they're fortunate enough to be able to do that within their company, looks and feels a whole lot different than when they were sitting in an office connecting with one another, right? It's using different technologies to video chat or to um, leverage email or, or chatting in a different way. And so even that has brought up a new layer of noise almost to retrain associates um, to do some of the things they were doing before, but in a very different um, technology lens than perhaps they did when they were sitting in a small office environment together. And so, you know, it really is a fine line of um, communicating what we can um, that are sure things like the process changes, but recognizing that, hey, some of this is also a, a trial and a test on what works for our business and what doesn't, as well as those sort of macroeconomic climate you know, changes that we have um, as far as legislation and things of that nature. So it definitely is a bit of an overwhelming topic when you think about it, uh, but it allows us a lot of opportunity to connect in new ways and really drive our business forward if we take advantage of this um, and, and really take it on with a proactive lens for sure. Yeah, as you're saying that, one thing kind of popped in my head is for as long as I've been around this space, I have heard HR leaders, talent leaders saying, we want to be strategic. We want to be part you know, of the business. We want to be partnered with the business but they're always for a lot of companies they're still struggling like how do i do that but this change has suddenly thrust the way we work and kind of them as a source of information into the forefront you know someone someone that's you know head of sales probably isn't in charge of how we're going to get all of our people remote and how we're going to support them and how we're going to take care of them so hr now has kind of a platform that they didn't have before to be able to show their value to demonstrate how they're supporting the business and to demonstrate that that's those things are bringing to the table when they might've been doing the exact same kind of things in terms of communication and everything before it just was maybe under, you know, under a couple of layers of, of management or other things. And so now they're, they have this platform that they can use to kind of share that. Does that sound logical? Absolutely. You know, no time like the present, right? I would, I would start by reminding um, our HR friends and leaders that candidly there, there's no reason to waste a crisis. And, and what I mean by that is this is the chance to shine as the thought leaders of the business um, to exactly your point where before there was a lot of noise or lots of decisions being made. This is a time where everyone in the business is turning and looking at the people leaders and to the HR professionals saying, help, what do we do? Don't you have a playbook for this? Right. And so I would say capitalize on that. And, and we've got to sometimes, you know, take a deep breath and think about what's the best way to handle these situations because they are completely uncharted. But at the same time, it absolutely allows us to move forward with things that perhaps were getting dusted, you know, as a lower level priority before things like being able to enable a work from home policy. You know, I bet there's HR professionals out there that have been fighting that battle on, on the side of HR for a very long time. Well, guess what? No time like the present, right? Use this as the opportunity to really change and shift that topic to be instead of, you know, crisis response, let's take it a different way and move the business forward, right? So there's, there's tons of good that can come out on the other side of this. It's just all about how we strategically weather that storm and make the most use of the crisis at hand.
So strategically weathering that storm, I'm going to ask you for some advice, if you have any, um, in terms of you know practical tips or anything else, people that are listening to this. Um, what, while you think about that question, one of the things that's been in my back of my mind for the last week or two is I am generally plugged into what's happening in, in the broader world. I, I pay attention to the news in terms of our industry. I, I've watched social media. I'm connected to a bigger community, but I know a lot of people in our space are not as connected in. And so they're the ones that I was, when this all started happening, I'm like, I wonder how they're going to, you know, respond to this, what they're going to do, how they're going to survive. And so I've heard from some people that have actually started, started listening to the show that I've never listened before or started reading, reading new things or connecting with new people because they're looking to be plugged in. They realized how out of touch they were with what's happening in the broader world. And so I think to echo what you're saying a minute ago, this, this can bring some good things out of it. If, as long as we, we kind of cement those behaviors and that becomes the new normal for us. But, um, you know, I'll keep on, keep on, keep on keeping on if I don't uh, stop. So any advice from you, um, on what businesses can do, what HR leaders can do right now to, um, I don't know, I don't know if it's just for, for uh, sanity's sake or for just something specific they can do to help as they're going through this, this challenge, whatever advice you can offer, I'm sure they appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is the, the thing when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, what, what should I be doing right now that I'm not doing? Or how should our business be responding um, to make sure, you know, I, I view it as my personal um, charter to make sure that we are able to process payroll in a in a uniform and compliant fashion for all of the millions of people out there that are counting on our business to do just that. You know, we deal with a mission critical product in that we help businesses pay their people. And if we don't do that right, uh, people don't get paychecks. Families are you know, struggling as a result of that. And so I, I look at this as absolutely what could we and should we be doing as, as you know, PayCor, as business leaders, as HR um, sector, you know, define it how you like. But I think uh, from a business perspective, it's critically important for HR and for finance leaders right now to partner together. You know, I said that a moment ago that you have to have a strategy and, and putting our head in the sand and pretending like this isn't going to happen is absolutely not a strategy. The finance and HR teams have to partner together right now. And maybe for a small business, that's one in the same. Um, maybe for a larger organization, those are two separate uh, leaders or two separate functions. They have to partner together to control costs across the business and to make sure that they can create a strategic plan to move forward. And so when I say that, it's a strategic plan that's not just driven by the financial outcomes, but also on what is the business going to look like through this and on the other side of that. Um, the communication layers that are you know, embedded in that are uh, heavy. Uh, there's a lot of, of, of meat below that on the communication side because I think that when the business side really challenges themselves to think about things differently, it kicks off all sorts of communication strings, uh, just like we were talking about earlier, to make sure you're bringing others along through that. You know, the other advice I would give is from a people perspective right now, um, employees are in a heightened state of anxiety. Uh, you know, watch the news, right? And you see that furloughs are happening in businesses or cuts and reductions are being taken. Um, businesses are not able to operate in this environment. And that's a, a really unfortunate side effect of what's going on. And, and we know that over time it will um, be eased and recover. 
But right now is a time where we have to make sure that we're keeping the people motivated and at ease with high team morale as much as possible. You know, it's very easy to feel isolated when you're working remote or you're not working in that same function. We are creatures of habit. And when that um, runs a dry or, or um, doesn't work in the same way that we're used to, it's incredibly difficult on the individual. So, so we need to, as business leaders, make sure that we acknowledge that. We need to look for fun and silly ways to connect and make sure that we're rallying our teams together. You know, one of um, the teams that, that I work with very closely, our support leaders have started a Friday afternoon um, Zoom happy hour. And we take our normal stand-up meeting and everybody, you know, I've seen everything from silly costumes to the Easter Bunny made a cameo appearance where everybody's on Zoom chat and we're just taking it to a level of humor and fun that we would have had in, in an office environment, but we just aren't getting in that day-to-day -day world where we're all sitting in front of a laptop in our own kitchens or offices around, you know, around town. And so I think that that bringing some fun and humor is, is incredibly important. And then I would say that my third point or thought on that is that we have to, you know, from a human perspective, just give a little grace. Um, I think I, I shared earlier that you know, I'm the mom to a four and eight year old and I am no teacher in any traditional sense. Um, however, as of a week ago, I am now officially adding homeschool elementary teacher to my resume, right? And so we are all trying to figure out and navigate, you know, how do you keep children not just occupied, but educated and doing things that are healthy and balanced and good for their well-being at the same time that we're trying to drive a business forward. And so I think that that can only happen with a little grace. You know, we just have to make sure that we're balancing that and realizing we really can't script this normal that we're living in at the time. And, and if, you, uh, if your city is anything like where we are in Cincinnati, and, and like I said, from Atlanta, I have quite a few friends still in that uh, area and my family's still there. I would tell you that the toilet paper shortage alone is enough to tell us that we need to give each other a little bit of grace right now because someone somewhere has a closet full of toilet paper and the rest of us are all still trying to figure out what we're going to do in a couple days when our supply runs out right so we just need to have a little humor and grace about it and and realize um, that we've we've got to have a plan but we've we have to be pliable and adaptable through this Definitely have to be adaptable. There was a, the, the, the grace comment reminded me, I had a, had a discussion earlier today with a friend who I haven't talked to in a long time. And one of the things I've started doing over the last couple of weeks is reaching out to those people who you always say, Hey, yeah, let's catch up. And then you never it. quite get around to it. Yeah, that's well, awesome. I've had four or five of those calls in the last couple of weeks and it's been so much fun to talk to them. But one of the people I spoke with today, that was one of our takeaways was, at the end of this, when there is some return to whatever normal looks like after this is done, the hope is that we we don't stop extending that grace because we realize that at the end of the day, all of us are still very human. It's easy to forget those things when someone shows up in the office and that they're 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 that work person that you know and they're they're the bundle of skills that you've hired. But at the end of the day, they're still a person, and I think that ties in really well. Not just. The, the kind of the, the having some humor, the advice you gave there, but also the pieces we talked about all through the conversation today, where there are some people who are worried about their pay and other things. And it's, don't forget that aspect of we're, we're all human. We all have, have these basic 
things that at the end of the day, if we don't have those, we're worried about. And um, that's just a, a really great way to put it. So I, I love the uh, remote happy hour thing. I'll have to figure out how we can pull one of those off because that would be fun. But um, I, I'm with you though on the costume thing. I have a giant dinosaur head right here on my desk that I've been using for random meetings when I feel like somebody needs a smile. And uh, like, I'll bring the smile, you bring a laugh and you'll end up, you know, a little bit better blood pressure after you get off the call with me and we'll, we'll call it a win. There you go. There you go. I think that's, we may see a run on, you know, costume heads. <laughs> we may all get for our sanity before, before too long, for sure. Oh goodness. Um, Brett, this has been so insightful, so helpful. I really appreciate you taking some time for us today. If someone wants to connect with you or learn more about what Paycor is doing in general or, or how you're responding to this for your customers, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So if you don't mind, may I share a couple of the things that we're doing to kind of adjust to this new normal for our customers? Because I think it gives a, a nice living example. And then I can close out with, um, you know, sharing a little bit more about where to find it, more of this information. I think it's a, a really kind of meaty response that we've, we've had at Paycor from our marketing team. And I think it's really helpful for those listening. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, you know, we were talking earlier about the themes and, and the new normals and, and what does it mean to have an average response right now? And I think, you know, I shared a couple of themes that we're seeing, but if we take it a step further, uh, there's a couple things that our company as you know, thought leaders in the HCM space has done to help prepare not just our clients, but also those just in the community that are looking for education. And I think that that's a really important thing right now. Uh, I know that, you know, Ben, you guys have put together a great list of um, support and information that's available to uh, just, just the general public and to HR leaders that are looking for more information. Uh, we've done something sort of similar, but with a, a bit of a different bend to it. Um, we know that there's a huge need for education right now. And a lot of our customers are calling us to say, I don't quite understand what this means for me. You know, what exactly does it mean when we're, when we're asked to implement X, right? And I say X generally because I think that there will be other things that this, this applies to in the future. So we've created um, a forum called the COVID Support Center for Small and Mid-Sized Businesses. Uh, you can link to it from our website, paycore.com, where they can, where readers can find um, information like articles. There's a ton of webinars, communication templates, and things that they can use across their business that are just free resources for them. Um, it's tons of thought leadership. A lot of hours have gone into this from uh, many, many professionals across the industry that can help business leaders, specifically in small and mid-sized companies, either find a template to use that helps them communicate better with some of these uh, situations that we talked about today, um, or also just find some more thought leadership to, to challenge them to think about things in a new way. We took it a step further by also including the team has done a great job of, um, you know, that again, that topic of I'm knowing all too well moonlighting as mom and homeschool teacher right now of when you're working from home and you're a caregiver, it's giving new meaning to work-life balance. And so our team published on social media um, an article just recently called How to Work from Home with Kids. And it includes uh, lots of great tips and pointers. A lot of them are just candidly really practical things. And, and much like what you said, Ben, of, you know, I hope that some of this grace persists on the other side of this. These are just things that we, you know, we all probably know we should have been doing it, but you get so busy in your day to day that 
you kind of slack on some of these things. So it's things like how to set a schedule for yourself and for your kids, um, ensuring that you're communicating well with your manager about the reality of your home situation, and just some great resources like that of how to have the tough conversation with your partner or with your manager or you know with your family about what this schedule looks like for your family. We actually implemented a family schedule um, this week and it's already been a game changer. I can tell you like the kids love that they get to see and pick their color of what they're supposed to be doing all day. And they've actually realized the hours where they can't bother mom because she's doing things like talking with you. <laughs> and so it's actually, you know, knock on all the wooden things. It's actually working. They haven't come in today. So, um, we're, you know, we know that these things are all good best practices. And, you know, I just think that they're really helpful tips for everyone working in these non normal um, situations right now. And then lastly, I would just share that on the product front, we, uh, we were a first mover on some feature changes that allowed uh, for the response to some of the new legislation and aligning our product to support the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. Um, try saying that three times fast, by the way, uh, to help our clients manage all of the changes, including like the earning and accrual codes for tax credit tracking. And we've worked really uh, swiftly to add some new functionality within our application to allow HR leaders to mass communicate with their team with push notifications. So just some great things there. Again, it's sort of challenging all of us. And, and I would say from a product perspective, we're absolutely taking full advantage of the crisis by rolling out some features that, you know, push notifications is a great example of one that we probably would have eventually gotten to, but it wasn't the top of the heap coolest, you know, priority for our product team to work on, but there became a new market demand and we were able to, you know, push that forward and we're launching that this week. So it's, it's really exciting stuff just to see how quickly teams are able to, you know, align themselves to a priority, jump on a new problem statement that didn't exist a couple days ago and really rapidly iterate and respond. And so I just think that that, you know, really speaks volumes to, what we can do when we put our minds to it and focus on having a strategy forward and making sure that we're taking um, you know, this in stride, recognizing that no one planned for it, but we all have to respond to it. So just to end up with, uh, with that topic, I, I would share that to learn more about what we're doing at Paycor and the thought leadership, there's links from our website as well as on all the social platforms you can find um, our team representing under the Paycor handle. Uh, it's a big orange logo, so if, if you get lost or confused, just look for the sort of sideways chevron um, in orange and it's, uh, that's us. So lots of thought leadership going in on LinkedIn and on Twitter and on all the all of the social networks for that regard. Um, I personally am on LinkedIn at Brett Meager and uh, you can follow me there and, and we can friend up and you can send any questions that way if there's any um, more advice or, or you know, information that I can share about what we're doing at Paycor or how we are helping small businesses. All right, perfect. That's exactly what I was hoping for and I love, love that you shared that. Um, I'm going to go read the how to work from home with kids or any, any other tips or advice or secrets that I, I might not know. I'm all, just when you think you know it all, someone else has another like super amazing tips. You're like, I never knew that, but that would change my life. So I'm going to make sure and dig into that one too. 
Um, and uh, I'll make sure and get links to the resources you mentioned into the show notes for the episode so that they're out there and available. Anyone else wants to dig into those, they'll be right there in the show notes. They can, they can click right through from that uh, versus having to do the old Google thing and search around. So <laughs> make sure we get those set there. Brett, again, this has been so much fun. I really appreciate your time very much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and uh, hang in there the next few weeks. Uh, I hope to bump elbows with you uh, sometime soon on the other side of this. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. To everybody else, this has been another episode of We're Only Human. Stay safe out there and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm honored to have you as a listener. If you enjoyed this episode, please take 10 seconds to rate it at iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, if you know a friend that could benefit from today's conversation, please pass it their way. After all, a rising tide lifts all ships. To see show notes, sponsor information, and our full show archives, visit OnlyHumanShow.com.